Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I'm your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. Today is going to be a different a different show. I mean, it's not outside of the realm of things. We're obviously talking professional wrestling here, but uh, I'm going to do a topic that was kind of based around the number 30. And the reason I was basing it around the number 30 was because I turned 30 last week. <laughs> And just kind of wanted to do something that revolves around 30. And the only thing that revolves around 30 in professional wrestling is the Royal Rumble. So wanted to get on here and do my personal favorite Royal Rumble moments. Uh, I don't want to take away from our resident top 10 guy, AZ Jarhead. Hopefully you all enjoyed last week's show of our uh, most underrated uh, wrestlers of all time with AZ Jarhead. He's going to be back here again next month. We're going to do a... Halloween super show and I'm not going to give any more details away we're, we're there'll be more as we get closer and closer but I uh, just kind of wanted to get that out there that it has been confirmed we will have the Halloween super show on the Podski, and uh, I don't want to take anything away from AZ and you know taking away from the top 10 or anything so I'm just going to do my top five favorite moments that I've experienced while watching the rumble and these rumble experiences aren't going to be outside of, you know, my wheelhouse of professional wrestling. Obviously I came in in that ruthless aggression era and then I kind of bounced out in the PG era. And then now I'm back to what I, I personally call the modern day. So nothing, I mean, there's really good Royal rumble moments throughout history, but I kind of wanted to do things that were specific to myself. So I'm just really excited for this show. Hopefully you all are enjoying everything that we're doing here on the Podski. Hopefully you're checking out our uh, Woodstock 99 show, our top 10 most underrated wrestlers. Hopefully you're definitely checking out That's So Dolphins Talk because That's So Dolphins Talk is a really, really fun show that I get to do with Trigger Trey every week. And, you know, I thought that this Bills game review that we did this past week, I thought it was our best content yet. And I'm really excited. Uh, if you're listening this to on... Uh, drop day drop day is thursday the 29th and the fins are playing the Bengals tonight so i don't know what's happening but i, I you know hopefully the fins come out with a big win and uh we move to four and oh on the season that'll be i'm pretty sure it's the first time since like 1995 if they start four and oh so really 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 excited for the fins got some injuries but we'll we'll grind it out and uh but yeah so just don't forget to rate review and subscribe we're on every single podcast platform you can possibly think of and you know hit us up on twitter at the underscore podski and we're also the same handle on instagram so i made it easy for you guys so it's the underscore podski on instagram and twitter and then obviously if you just go to facebook and type in the podski with john baker you will find us on there as well so Give us the follow, give us the likes and the love and the retweets and all that good stuff. Interact with us. We're, we're looking for content. We're, we want to know what you guys want to hear. So if there's something that you want to hear on the Podski, let us know. We'll get it on here for sure. So uh, with that, we're going to hop right into my favorite Royal Rumble memories. <laughs> 
All right, let's get into my favorite Royal Rumble moments. And, you know, I the Royal Rumble is such an awesome event. It's a great Pat Patterson creation. It's if, if you're unfamiliar with the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble is an event that happens every January. It kicks off the WrestleMania season. It is the ultimate kickoff to WrestleMania where there are 30 participants and then every two minutes a new opponent enters the ring and then if you are thrown over the top rope and both feet hit the floor, you are eliminated. So it's an over-the-top rope, 30-man battle royal essentially. It's all about the countdown and the entrances. That That's essentially what the whole Royal Rumble is. It's all about getting the the huge pops from the crowd, getting them to cheer as loud as possible, keep them up the entire match, and then uh, there's you know there's always a huge showdown. The final four is the really big deal. You know you always have at least one person that does something really acrobatic to stay in the match. You always have somebody who's always waiting on the outside that doesn't want to get in and because uh, once you the way to enter the rumble is once you've had your entrance you have to once you enter the ring you are then entered into the rumble and then if you would exit the ring from the middle or bottom rope you you were not eliminated it's only eliminated if you go over the top rope so there's a lot of wrinkles to the rumble that have happened over the years and uh, I really enjoy the rumble the rumble also is not limited to just the rumble match there's always really really good championship matches now sometimes they are the shits and they're not they're not very good um but i you know i always really like the championship matches because they they always have to go out because everyone is always super excited for the rumble so the championship matches they're always or or the singles or whatever kind of matches that happen before the rumble those people really gotta deliver because no one really cares about those matches. Everyone cares about the Rumble. And I, I always find those matches really interesting because you always get really, really good stuff in there. Uh, uh, one that comes to mind instantly is that Brock Lesnar-Finn Balor match that they had a few years ago. And I believe that was Phoenix, I think. It, it does That part doesn't matter, but it, that match was really, really good, and they really delivered, and... I think that kind of helps me kind of segue into my <laughs> number five. My number five happened in the Royal Rumble 2003. We had a really big feud that was happening at the time, and this is at the absolute height of my fandom as a child. So we are at the highest of highs of me just loving everything in my favorite brand at the time because if you want to take the if you want to take a time machine back my favorite show at the time was raw and that's obviously because i was a huge triple h guy i still am a huge triple h guy and he was the world heavyweight champion he had just kind of come off this weird like run between facing like rvd and bubba ray dudley like Let's take a second to talk about Bubba Ray Dudley. Bubba Ray Dudley is the fucking shit. I can't stand that motherfucker. All right? He should have been in my overrated list. I need to redo the overrated list. The the over full disclosure, the overrated list of wrestlers, that is what has the most views and downloads, listens it it it's 
far and beyond what everyone is listening to on the Podski Network here. So I, I should have put Bubba Ray Dudley on there because I can't stand Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh, so uh, back <laughs> back to it. Triple H, I kind of had these weird opponents, and then at Summer or Survivor Series, right before the Elimination Chamber match, Scott Steiner had debuted, and he really segued directly into: Is he going to be on Raw or is he going to be on SmackDown? And then they had the whole thing back and forth with: uh, Did Steph want him? Did Steph get him? Did Bischoff sign him? And ultimately, Bischoff signed him to Raw, and then, you know, he he obviously went right into the title picture with Triple H. So the match that I am referring to as my number five is Triple H versus Scott Steiner at Royal Rumble 2003. And there's a lot of reasons why it's my favorite, and it's not for the fact that, yes, it is my favorite wrestler. Like, obviously, we all know this, but my favorite thing about this is the build. The build is awesome you can't go wrong with this entire build the build like so every week they did a thing on raw where triple h did some type of greasy slimy way to get away from scott steiner so they did the push-up contest they did the pose down the pose down is one of my favorite segments of raw history that, that thing does not get talked about enough this entire build doesn't get talked about enough and the reason that it doesn't get talked about enough is because they had a dog shit of a match. This match sucks. It's not good. And then they tried to do the payoff the very next uh, pay-per-view after this at No Way Out, and it didn't go as good either. And a lot, there's a lot of speculation because it was like, well, did Trips really want to work with Steiner and, you know, that whole deal? I don't really know if that's the case. I just think that the, the two didn't have... They, they just weren't a good mix to make a, cl- a good classic match. They made great views because anytime you put Scott Steiner on the mic and everything like that, like, you know, something hilarious is about to happen. And I, I always, always enjoy Scott Steiner. And, you know, I really think he's one of those underrated guys, too, where, like, you know, he, he has the ultimate physique, freakzilla, big pop a pump, holla if you hear me. But, you know, I, I always have really, really, really enjoyed Scott Steiner, and I really enjoy this feud. And, and so let's, let's get to the match. So, if it, again, it's Scott Steiner versus Triple H at Royal Rumble 2003. So reasons why I love, you know, I've already kind of given my reasons why I love this match, but <laughs> I think that the punchline here is that Steiner was wrestling and he had like it's if you go back and watch this match it's this it's so it's not good one and secondly it the most distracting thing of all time is the fact that I don't know if Steiner was wearing one of those like um a bodybuilders like bikini thong or whatever but it's the whole thing is sticking out of his ass the entire time and it's so distracting and everyone in the crowd is pointing this thing out and Steiner's just in there just working he like has no idea it's happening but it's absolutely distracting and the, the match it doesn't help because the match absolutely sucks you can clearly tell at some point that Dunn Kevin Dunn in the truck was trying to shoot the match so that they never got Scott Steiner's back 
they're always shooting from Triple H's back. And Triple H, what they kind of did in the match was they tried to do the whole, like, Triple H is going to super sell for him and that whole jazz. And, and, and you know, they were really trying to put over Steiner as a, as a you know, a, a real force that could, you know, a real legitimate force to take the title away from Trips. And that never, simply was never going to be the case. Like, it's not like Steiner was taking that title for him. Let's be real here. But <laughs> that's the mark in me. But, you know, it, it, that that Rumble is, it, it's so good in, for so many reasons. But that match before the Rumble always pops me because it's just so bad. And there had so many expectations for it to be good. And it just wasn't good. But yes, that was my number five. So number four, <laughs> this is uh, the most recent one on the list. Uh, this happened in 2015, Royal Rumble 2015. This was the one that was in Philadelphia where Roman Reigns got absolutely booed out of the building. Nobody wanted to see Reigns win that damn thing. And they just kept shoving them down our throats. And, you know, we were revolting as fans. Like, this, uh, this Rumble is one of those where they clearly could have went the other direction and they didn't like we really wanted randy to win that thing and they just ended up doing the same old vince thing where vince was pushing you down your throat and it it is what it is and the reason that this is on the list is for one man and one man only the national treasure himself, the boogeyman. So, number four is the boogeyman in the 2015 Royal Rumble. So, I need to paint a picture of this because <laughs> this is not going to make much sense to a lot of people, but I, I was in college at this time. I was just wrapping up college, and this is whenever my buddies and I, Trick or Trey, the Chase, like we were all getting back into wrestling, and we, you know, did the classic college thing: get a case of beer, we're coming over and we're watching wrestling. So we, uh, you know, we we got all of our uh, gimmicks, and the funny thing about this whole entire thing is that. Trey was living in an apartment at that time. <laughs> and so, like, his... We were watching this on the WWE Network that had just launched. And so we were watching it on the PS4. And his PS4 was in what he called the game room. Now, the game room was very, very small. And the only thing that fit in the game room was Trey's enormous-ass recliner and the TV stand with the TV on it. So there's nowhere for any of us to set, and we got four dudes in there. And my spot, I sat in the stairwell to go to the attic, and <laughs> just so many weird situations that we've been in before where, we, like, looking back, it's it, it's hilarious that we did that. But, like, at the time, like, that's what it's all about. Like, when you're in the time, like, it's so much fun. Like, I just remember this Royal Rumble as so much fun. And... The reason that this is my favorite was because uh, I was very heavily intoxicated with Bud Heavies, and I was real deep with the Bud Heavies, and 
number seven hits. And here comes the boogeyman, and he's coming to get you. And I popped to the moon for the boogeyman. I have no idea why I popped so big for the boogeyman, but Bray Wyatt's in the ring. All of a sudden, his music hits, and it's like, you know, like the weird enigmas against each other. Like, Bray Wyatt was still the very, like, he was the swamp cult leader, and then you got this boogeyman dude who's coming down. He's got, like, a mouthful of worms, and it, it's one of the most craziest things. Like, it's a great visual because you know, just of who, what the characters were. And, you know, he gets the really big entrance and Boogeyman's making his way down to the ring and <laughs> he gets in and they do a quick exchange and, you know, Wyatt does the whole, like, um, the uh, back handspring type, like, crawl backwards deal and it's very, very disturbing when he does that. And, uh, you he eliminates Boogeyman within seconds. Like, I'm talking, like, it's one of the shortest... <laughs> it's one of the shortest Royal Rumble entrants of all time. Like, I was devastated when he got thrown out. I was absolutely devastated. I nearly cried. And, you know, I want to say that it's the Bud Heavies talking here, but I was purely devastated. And <laughs> so now every year when Royal Rumble comes around, I'm fishing for a boogeyman entrance and uh full disclosure i do have the uh boogeyman elite which we're we're gonna get we're gonna get a, a figures podcast in here because for those of you that don't know i am an avid collector of figures i got them out the wazoo and uh but you know back to this royal rumble there's a lot of cool things that happen in this rumble but uh I always have the softest of spots in my heart for this one just because, you know, I just, I don't know what happened to me. I, I fell victim to the Bud Heavies, and they got me. They got me good. So that was number four, and that was the Boogeyman in the Royal Rumble of 2015. So moving on to number three. Number three is ones, these ones I weren't, there, there are going to be multiple ones to this one. And it's just because it's Kofi Kingston. And Kofi Kingston is one of the greatest Royal Rumble entrants of all time because he just, like, he's so insanely athletic and he just does the, the craziest things. And it's been in every single Royal Rumble he's been in. He always does something crazy. So if you see the graphic, uh, for the show, and uh, I apologize if you don't see the graphic for the show. You can see it on the uh, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram. You'll be able to see the artwork that I made for it. I, I you know, sidebar here. I, I like to make the, I like to make these fun meme type artworks for all the shows, just because it's fun and it pops me to do it. So, um, you know, always give me the love for my uh, memes that I make for this because, you know, it's a little bit of something that I get out of the, each show every week that I make um, the the artwork for the shows. And, you know, uh, AZ makes the ones for his shows. So, uh, but anyways, back to the Kofi deal. Kofi is just, he's just so much fun to watch in the Rumbles. He does such an incredible job. He is, uh, now, uh, full disclosure, I'm not a huge Kofi Kingston, like, fan of like his whole entire run especially as you know champion and all that but 
Kofi Kingston in the Royal Rumble is the greatest of great A's. And, you know, in 2014, he does the, uh, he's like standing on the barricade and he jumps over onto the apron. Like that one really stands out. Uh, the one where uh, he uses the chair, he like is bouncing the chair over to the ring to hop back in. Um, he does the handstand in 2012. That was a really, really cool one. He's just had so many where like he uses other people like on the outside to make sure his feet never touch. And he's just so insanely athletic. And Kofi, you know, he just always has a really, really big spot in the Rumble. And you're always kind of waiting for him to have the big spot in the Rumble. So uh, number three is basically any Kofi Kingston gimmick in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> And, you know, you just you just have to love what Kofi does. So, but yeah, moving on to uh, number two. This number two is fantastic. Uh, this comes from the 2002 Royal Rumble. <laughs> and, you know, if you've ever seen the GIF, you know exactly what I'm going to talk about here. But let's just paint the picture. In 2002, they had just come off of the Tough Enough show. And the Tough Enough show was, I, I really love Tough Enough. Tough Enough was fantastic. And the winner of Tough Enough was Maven. And, you know, they were kind of pushing Maven a lot. Um, and, you know, they're in the Royal Rumble of 2002. And Undertaker's in there. He He's in there just cleaning house. And then all of a sudden, Maven eliminates Undertaker. And it was, like, one of those, like, whoa, like, what the hell? Like, Maven has, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, Maven is going to, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Like, Undertaker still has his streak. Like, what are we doing here? Like, why is, why is this happening? So, as the melee, because Undertaker obviously gets pissed, so he pulls Maven out. And, you know, he's beating the tar out of Maven on the outside. And all of a sudden, Scotty Too Hotties music hits. And Scotty's doing the whole dance, like, down the ramp. And all of a sudden, under the, the camera cuts to Taker. Taker sees him. And he just starts walking up the aisle. And Scotty's dancing. And then Taker just, boom, pops him right in the face. And he just falls like a sack of potatoes. And... It is it's the like it is such an unbelievable gif. So number two is Undertaker murder Scotty Too Hotty on the ramp of Royal Rumble 2002. <laughs> so it, you have to go out and see that. That is one of the great that is a great Royal Rumble, by the way. And the reason that that is a really good Royal Rumble is obviously because, you know, Triple H came back from the uh, quad tear and then, you know, he gets in there and beats Uncle Kurt for the uh, for the title at WrestleMania 18. So, you know, I'm a huge lover of the Royal Rumble 2002. So um, I encourage everyone to check out all of these Royal Rumbles. We'll run through them again here at the end so that you can get them all. But obviously my number one favorite Royal Rumble moment it, it, it's no secret uh, if you've seen the uh, graphic for the show 
it's pretty obvious what it is. It's not, you know, I really, I really swerved everyone there on the Shawn Michaels thing, but I really wanted to put Vince in the ring and <laughs> it's obvious that it's Vince McMahon blowing off both hamstrings in the 2005 Royal Rumble. This will live on in infamy forever. If you've, it, you cannot be a professional wrestling fan and not know and or have seen this match. This match is, it's the damnedest thing you've ever seen in your life. There's, so, the final two are Batista and uh, John Cena, and... You know, they're having, like, this was, like, they were at the height of their, like, runs. Like, Batista was really, he was turning on evolution slowly. And, you know, it was really a really, really, really big time for the company. And, you know, there was a lot of old guys that were starting to phase out. And they were really trying to ring in the new era. And that new era was the PG era. And so, Batista and... John, they're having a really good ending to the Rumble, and all of a sudden, they go ass over ten cups, over the rope, and both feet hit at the same time. Like, it's never, they, so they, they essentially eliminate each other at the same time, and so who's the winner? And it, the damnedest thing about it is that none of this was planned, and it, they, they did not plan this. Batista was supposed to win, and I don't know what happened if Batista just lost his balance or what, but I think that, you know, what a what an accident. Like, if you were going to have an accident in the Royal Rumble and it's going to happen here and it's none of it is planned and anything like that, like, how awesome is it that you fucked up so bad that you both eliminate each other at the same time and there's no video disputable evidence to show who actually won? Like, what a better fuck-up than that. So, it, it's really, really, really funny that they because like you know chaos ensues as this happens like nobody knows what's happening not even like the boys so they're all standing around like what the hell like yeah we fucked up but like how do we fix it and then it finally happens <laughs> we've all seen this as fans you know and if you haven't i really encourage you to go see it and it's the damnedest thing you've ever seen vince comes down to the ring he's hot as hell he's so mad he takes his jacket off he whips it into the ground and he's just takes off running you know he's got the bright red face like running into the ring and he hits like right above his kneecaps he hits both of his thighs on the apron and you know we all know vince isn't like the most graceful human being of all time but he gets into the ring, and as soon as he stands up, his legs turn to jello, and all of a sudden he just <laughs> he falls. Uh, I can't. It, it, he just falls like a sack of potatoes, and he's just his legs are limp, and he's just sitting up against the ropes, demanding orders, and you know, really directing traffic here, yelling and screaming, and it's the damnedest thing ever because you have these giants. Like, you have the... Dave Batista is an enormous human, and so is John. Like, John Cena's not a small man either. You have all of these referees in the ring, and then you just have Vince sitting up against the ropes, and it's 
everyone's like, what in the hell is Vince doing? And so essentially what happens is, is that they restart the match and they ro they roll Vince out of the ring and they have to take Vince out. And whenever he had gotten into the ring, he banged both of his quads. He hit them so hard that he blew both of his quads off the bone, tore them right in half. Now they have said that, you know, he, he tore one getting it whenever he hit. And then whenever he went to stand up in the ring, the other one tore. But I, I have a feeling the way that he hit that he blew both of them at the same time. It's the damnedest visual you ever want to see in your life. It is so funny. So, you know, Vince McMahon blowing both of his hamstrings. That has to be your number one. If you're not doing like a really serious, like this isn't meant to be a really serious. This is supposed to be a fun thing that I wanted to do for my birthday, my 30th birthday. And, you know, it's, <laughs> I just love that whole entire sequence of events. It's it's really, really funny. So, um. You know, if you really want to go back and watch all of these things, that you absolutely can. You can see them all on the peacock, and just fire up your peacock, and you can find them all. And you know, number one, oh, we'll do it in reverse. Number five, we're gonna run over them again. Is Royal Rumble 2003, where Scott Steiner's banana hammock. <laughs> Number four is the Royal Rumble of 2015 with Boogeyman getting eliminated within seconds. Next, we got uh, a mixture of ones. We have 2014, 2012, you know, basically anything that Kofi Kingston does in the Royal Rumble. Number two, we have The Undertaker murders Scotty to Hottie at Royal Rumble 2002. And number one, again, is going to be Vince blows both of his quads off the bone trying to get into the ring in Royal Rumble 2005. So there you have it. That is some of my favorite Royal Rumble memories, we're for sure absolutely going to do, you know, best Rumble moments with AZ Jarhead. And, you know, to add on to that, we, you know, I want to mention again that we are going to do a Halloween super show. Halloween super show. So it's going to be spooktacular. All of those funny words that you want to come up with. I, I'm very excited for that. We're not going to kill the punchline here. We're going to have a super show. The super show obviously ensues. We're going to have more than one guest. So uh, very, very, very excited for it. So hopefully you all continue to listen until then. Uh, but yeah, so what are your favorite uh, memories of the Royal Rumble? Uh, you know, I, I thought I have a pretty good collection of lists here. It's not a very overly serious list that we're doing here. This is more meant for fun. So uh, let me know on uh, the underscore Podski on Twitter. You can hit me up on IG at the underscore Podski. And you can also hit us up on Facebook at the Podski with John Baker. We're going to be continuously be cranking out posts and content here. Uh, you know, we're going to do that. So Dolphins talk again. Uh, we're going to do that tonight. Uh, probably try to get that up Friday at some point just because it's going to be a late night. And uh, hopefully the Finns win. But. I uh, just want to get, say thank you to all of you listeners. Uh, we have hit a, a bit of a milestone here on the show. 
I didn't really have a lot of expectations when I did this. I was just purely doing all of this for fun. And, you know, in a little over a month here, we have hit over 400 downloads. And by the time this is probably published, we're going to be over the 500 downloads. So I want to thank everybody immensely if you have been a part of the show or if you've listened and, you know, shared, like, retweeted, rate, reviewed, subscribe. You know, thank you to all of you. Thank you for all the love and support. You know, we, this is a fun outlet that I have that I get to do here. So I just want to thank everybody uh, who's been a part of it. And, you know, we're hopefully we, you know, we just keep continuing to grow. And, um, but yeah, just wanted to thank everybody for listening. And, you know, we got That's What Dolphins Talk coming up uh, in the next couple of days. Not sure what our topic's going to be next week. We got to, we're going to have to dig into the Voltsky. Uh, but very excited for to give you some more content here on the Podski. Definitely excited for the Halloween Super Show. So, for sure going to do that, and hopefully you all enjoyed today's podcast, and we'll see you next time on the Podski.